0: On this week's episode of the Marketing Expedition Podcast, we have a very special guest joining us today. Her name is Allie Orr, and she is a senior at Boise State University in the marketing department, and she will graduate in the spring of 2022, just coming up here in a few months. And Allie created a scholarship for women at Boise State, studying STEM, medicine, and law after a Boise State professor said to recruit fewer women in those areas of study. And Allie has raised over $140,000 on GoFundMe, and she plans to continue fundraising for the newly created Women in STEM Medicine and Law Scholarship and built its message into something even bigger. Before we get into this incredibly important, impactful discussion with Allie, I need to first tell you all about Billy Razor's. Billy is the female first shave and body brand that's putting an end to the pink tax on razors. And by spreading the word about the pink tax rebate, no purchases are necessary, then I get and you get a $20 credit to spend on Billy razors and body care. So go to Peppershock.com offers. And I'll tell you from personal use of this, it is amazing because we know that men and women shave differently. And often women will shave 10 times the surface area and navigate more curves and angles than what men do. So that's why they've designed the razor for women and pink tax is not included. It's a five blade razor encased in aloe moisturizer for an incredibly smooth and glide every time. And it even comes with a little magic holder to keep your razor stored safely on your shower wall and there's all kinds of other types of things that come along with it the basics that you need the products that you use every day uh you know those unsung heroes of your routine but uh, they're often kind of sometimes overlooked so you can mail order these in as well and you can have those delivered to you as often or as little as you want and go to pepperstock.com offers and select the billy razor and you will get twenty dollars added to your Billy account. All right, and now it's time for the marketing essentials moments, the basics that you need to help you build your brand and your bottom line. Okay, today I wanna talk about the basics in public relations. Whether you hire an agency or you go out on your own, there's a few basics you'll wanna consider and maybe this is just a good reminder to those of you who have already gone on this path on this journey of gathering and being able to integrate public relations or otherwise known as earned media as a marketing tactic in your overall marketing strategy and plan. And of course your PR efforts are only gonna be as good as your story. So think about your story and really, what does PR do for you? It's a communication process that really allows you to reach out to the public. And, you know, if you want to do this, you got to think about who is your public or otherwise known as your audience? Who is it that you want to reach? How do you want to reach them best? PR is not just about public relations or media relations, I should say. It's really about how the media helps you reach your desired public audience, right? And then, of course, augmenting your PR efforts with some paid advertising too so that you can support your efforts. And of course, with paid advertising, you can control the message and you can decide what goes out for your intended audience to see or hear. And of course, then regular publicity or earned media is not necessarily paid for and you don't get to control it as much, but you can at least understand the basics of how you can have the media share what you want shared and um, what you get quoted on when you say something in publicity. There's paid, there's owned, and there's earned, right? And so now we're going to focus mostly on earned media. And so number one, set your goal and what is it that is going to show success? Is it number two, going to be getting it out to the right platforms on TV, radio, television, print, blog posts, social media, other people's social media? Where is it that you want your audience to hear your message? And of course, again, identifying with your public audience. Who is it that you want to hear with that message? Okay, number four, find your angle. What is your angle What's going to capture people's attention, especially those media contacts that you're wanting to build that rapport with? And of course, that is another one that you want to make sure that you build those relationships with your press contacts because they can really pay off. If you're sending a message out and you've already established communication, then maybe your message isn't going to get filtered to spam, right? You've already developed a a rapport and maybe some additional communication with them. You know, something that you could do is go look up articles that are within your industry or your field or your area of expertise, look at who wrote those articles, and then follow up and say, hey, I just read your article about whatever the topic is, and I want to tell you I can give you some more input or additional insights into this area, and I'd love to, to comment on this and speak on this. If you're wanting to write more about this, let me be a resource for you. And then establishing that rapport by complimenting on how awesome their article is, right? And then continuing to communicate And finding you can reach out on LinkedIn, you can do title searches on Twitter. A lot of our reporters are on Twitter, right? So finding a way to connect with them. And then of course, having an exceptionally written press release, whether you do it or hire someone to do it, you gotta make sure that the headline and the byline and the storyline, and what is it that you're wanting to do and who is it, you know, the what, where, when, why, how, all of the things that need to be included, but you wanna do something that's gonna differentiate yourself from all of the other press releases that they probably get in their inbox on a regular basis, right? So do something to stand out and make sure that your story is a good one to tell. Then, of course, once you've done all of those things where you've you know set your goal, you've identified your audience, you found the right platforms or outlets that you want to go to, you've found your creative angle in the story, you've gotten a great press release, and then figuring out where it's going to get distributed and how it's going to get distributed and who your contacts are in the media, then once it's written and out there, or if it's published, if it's radio or video or whatever the case might be, then share it, do some link building, use some good SEO tools to continue to build that link out there on your blog post, on your website, on your company blog wherever it is, and then of course share it out to all your socials and include and encourage others to share all that information that you have given, whether it's building awareness or maybe it's a new product or service that you want people to know about. Maybe it's a charitable good deed that you've done. You know, all those things that you're working on, those can help you continue to build upon what you've done in the publicity or in the public relations arena. So all those things will help. And now let's get into the interview with Allie.
1: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast, an auditory journey through the latest in marketing, branding, and advertising. Now, here's your Marketing Expedition Guide, Ray Allen.
0: Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the President and CEO of Peppershock Media, the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community, and also an adjunct professor at Boise State University. And today, I have a special guest, Allie Orr. She's with us. She's a student at Boise State. And welcome to the show, Allie. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. So this really started when I was contacted by Boise State. There is a Bronco Giving Day coming up, and there is a special scholarship fund that has been created. Let's talk about what happened and where this came from. Go ahead.
2: Definitely. So as you, yeah, you've probably seen the scholarship in the media and things. Well, this started all the way back to December 1st, when a Boise State professor in the political science department said, that women should be, fewer women should be recruited into STEM medicine and law and women entering, um, marketing, environmental science, um, other HR, similar positions, um, are not important and they will not find their purpose in those places and those places and, and being a marketing student, that hurt. And then I also felt for my sisters who are in STEM and medicine and law. And so I thought I had to do something.
0: Yeah. And you did, didn't you tell us, tell our audience what happened as a result
2: Yes, after seeing this professor's comments, um, different his different uh, news media interviews and things. Because he kind of even doubled down
0: later, even said that women maybe shouldn't be working at all or maybe needing to work for their men and other things, right? Yes.
2: So, yeah, it was originally a a nurse from um, Boise State, or sorry, not Boise State, a Boise nurse. Um, She posted a TikTok that went viral. And so everyone saw that, and then it went to the news. And then he started getting a lot of attention, and then he also started seeing a lot of hate messages, phone calls, Um, And I thought, you know, like, that's not productive. That's not going to get us where we want to go. That's giving him more fuel, more energy of saying, yes, like we are meddlesome, you know, things like that. And so um, he posted a reply video on uh, Twitter to all these people saying, you know, you're wrong. And he basically, yeah, he doubled down on his ideas and said, I'm right. And I believe women should be recruited fewer and in- fewer women should be recruited into these areas of study. And so as mad as I was, I started posting on my social media like, yeah. look at this. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing happened. It was my own echo chamber of my friends of you know, of course they agree that women should be in these areas of study and it wasn't doing anything. And I think everyone was doing the same thing. And so on that Twitter reply video, someone commented, someone should make a scholarship. And so I thought, is that going to (gasps) be me? (laughs) And you did. Yeah, Yeah. it was me. And that whole day I kept thinking, should I do this? Can I do this? Um, even looking back now, I'm like, did I actually do that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. now you've been on a, a huge journey. Tell us more about kind of as a result of what happened and how people can actually fund it and, you know, all the things that have occurred since December.
2: Yeah. So yeah, when I sent it out that, where well, I opened the GoFundMe on December 2nd, it was late at night and I realized like, no one's going to see this. How, <laughs> how am I, how am I going to get attention to this? So I realized, okay, the people that are the most mad are honestly Boise State professors, staff and faculty. Like they, they know that this professor does not represent them. Mm-hmm. So I knew, okay, those are going to be on my first donors. So I sent, out an email to like over 600 professors and Mm -hmm. and faculty and staff that said scholarship for medicated, meddlesome, and quarrelsome women. And uh, because I had to pop, I had to get their attention and um, in that I included the GoFundMe link and the current goal was uh, $10,000 because that's a minimum to make a current scholarship which is a one-time scholarship to one student at Boise State.
0: I gotcha. And it was $10,000 very rapidly, right?
2: Yes. So I sent those emails out to all those, uh, Boise State staff Thursday night, December 2nd, and probably between the hours of like 8 p.m. and 2 a.m. Yeah. (laughs) And then that night I go to bed and I didn't sleep at all because I was so worried I was going to (laughs) get kicked out of school. (laughs) And the next morning, probably like 9 a.m., that's when donations started to come in. But the really interesting thing is my email stayed really quiet for like four to five hours after that. Mm -hmm. Um, there was like this silent solidarity of like, we support this, um. But we're in this odd position that we work here too.
0: Right. And so
2: the GoFundMe was such a perfect opportunity for these professors to state what they felt like in these GoFundMe comments after they were able to donate. So if you ever get to look through those, they're yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then three days, so then 72 hours total from when I started, then we hit the 25000 which is the minimum to open endowed scholarship, which means at Boise State, that 4% of that money every year will
0: go to a student. Nice. So the endowment mm-hmm. scholarship is... Really launched because of this whole idea of what one person said, but then really now everyone is supporting this and wanting to contribute and donate and be a part and help supply funding to women and uh, that are in those fields, right?
2: Yes, I think the, the most at first, you know, saying that first goal of 10,000, I thought, you know, we'll get to 10,000 maybe and then it'll stop. People, it'll die out, you know, people don't care about it anymore, it'll just, you know, it'll go away. Um, but it didn't. It, it got bigger. And suddenly I finally realized, probably when we hit like 50k, like three weeks, three or four weeks later, I realized this scholarship isn't as much about the money as it is to send a message that says we support women,
0: uh, we do not agree with him, mm-hmm. and we will fund women. Yes. And now we're sitting here. It's uh, middle of February 2022, a couple months later. And uh, last I looked, it was at 144,000. Is that right? Yeah,
2: it's yeah, I think it's sitting at 143,000. But we have even more donors that um, I can't
0: talk about yet. But very soon, we will have an even higher number, which is so exciting. Right. And they can contribute anonymously if they want to, or they can Mm -hmm. put their name on it and and make comments as much as they want to, right?
2: Yep. You can donate through GoFundMe fund me Um, you can leave a comment you can be anonymous uh, you can donate through Pony Up, which is Boise State's own fundraising service, which is like GoFundMe, but it doesn't have the fees. Or you can donate directly to the foundation, which is a little bit more complicated. So people usually like to do GoFundMe or Pony Up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, super, super
0: easy to donate three different ways if right. you want to donate. And Bronco Giving Day is coming up March 3rd and 4th in 2022. If you're listening to this later and you want to donate, I'm sure that there's still opportunities for that. But let's talk a little bit about what's going on for Bronco Gives Day. Bronco
2: Giving Day is such an important day for Boise State because it is, it is, I believe it's 36 hours of just absolute fundraising for all scholarships at Boise State, not just mine. Right. And I think that's so important because I think at the end of the day, like this scholarship is, is so, so important because we need to fund students, especially when there are people like this professor who say they don't belong. Um... And I think, and one of the really important pieces that I added to my scholarship was there's no financial need because I know that feeling of being stuck very in the middle of like, maybe your grades aren't good enough, but you don't have a um, financial situation that like you don't, um, like you can't get funds because... Uh, of whatever reason and so I want the scholarship to be so inclusive and I know there's amazing scholarships out there that are at Boise State that also need to be funded
0: mm-hmm. absolutely and so yeah like you said it'll be a marathon of people calling and getting support for Boise State students and not necessarily just this one but all of them but this one in particular I think is definitely got some traction and so tell us some of the experiences that you've done now as a result of this you've where have you gone and where what shows have you appeared on definitely so the first the
2: first show i did i guess uh news outlet i guess mm-hmm. um i was so nervous it was with boise's ktvb with a uh, brian mm-hmm. and i was so nervous because it was my first like with the camera on me and um that's probably, that's probably the most nervous i've ever been for any interview um yeah. but he did such a great job with it and that really got attention in the boise uh community mm-hmm. and then after that uh good morning america reached out because i had some pr help from my uncle nice. um, who works for a pr company and so he was able to push it out and and get it to these uh, more national media outlets and so the Good Morning America one is really what helped push us to then do the Today Show or not Today Show People TV with Gretchen Carlson and another one with the Lily underneath the Washington Post and we have other uh, small ones and Mm -hmm. we have some more continuing to come ahead so I'm excited that more demographics of people are going to be able to see this fun scholarship and, and maybe donate if not no just know that like this message is
0: in their lives too that women belong. Right, absolutely. Okay, let's uh, shift gears a little bit and talk about you. You're about to graduate, right? (laughs) In in, in a marketing degree, right? So that's how come you know about catchy subject lines and titles I love it Um, so so share with us a little bit are you from Boise or where are you from originally I'm not I'm actually from
2: Vancouver Washington and I knew I needed to get out of state because every 18 year old wants to leave home Um, and so Boise Idaho or Boise State especially was that perfect medium of being able to go home but far enough that my parents can't knock on my door (laughs) (laughs) well at least it's a drive a road trip away that's awesome
0: so speaking of your parents um, what do they think about
2: all of this um, the first, so that I believe is a Wednesday, December 1st. I called them and I said, this is my idea. And my mom and dad were like, what are you thinking? Oh. You have so <laughs> many things on your plate. Why would you do that? And also, I've, I mean, no one in our family has ever gone into national attention, I guess, mm-hmm. and so they didn't, they were more scared for me, especially because it's controversial, which it shouldn't be, because it's funding women, which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. um, and so they, they told me, like, they warned me, they said, you know, if you do this, like, we gotta have your back, but there's gonna be some pushback, and so to this day now, they're always reminding me, Allie, you know you can be done, right? <laughs> like, you can let it go, it's okay, it's, it's reached a, a great amount, you can focus on yourself now, but you know, I'm ready to keep carrying this word until I graduate, and then and then I'll let my
0: baby go to college, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I and Boise State can take over this endowment fund that's been created, and and just all of the things that are occurring, and just the conversations that people are having. You're right. I mean, I saw stuff on LinkedIn and and mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook. I mean, it's all over the place. You know, just kind of shock and awe really that somebody would believe the things that they they did or do and uh, so now it's it really is bringing that awareness factor to light right definitely I think the most disturbing thing is when I would search
2: Boise State or like Boise State professor or even his name you get all of those news media outlets saying, he said these things about women. And now when you search like Boise State or a scholarship, you get my scholarship in this very positive energy. And I love that because my my biggest fear is that girls or even women who maybe don't have a support system, they see a professor say that and say, oh, like maybe maybe I shouldn't go into that. But now they're gonna see a scholarship Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. say, oh look, there are over a thousand donors that want me to
0: continue my education. Right, right. And there's some amazing things happening with women on campus and just all the uh, camaraderie and everything that's coming together to support women in a lot of different ways. And I know that there's um, a proposed building that's going to be built all by women. There's, you know, all of these different kind of avenues to support women and say, yes, women belong here. You know, it's true. And, And you're right. Just because one person feels that way does not mean all of the rest of us who work there do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I
2: think, yeah, the, the frustration, I know the staff and you, you probably too felt that frustration of, oh my goodness, like he's associated with Boise State just like I am. And now we look terrible because someone has said that. And so I want everyone to be able to say, look, we've created something absolutely phenomenal
0: and productive and positive from something that was so destructive. Right. And we're on this marketing journey now on this, <laughs> uh, on this episode. And, and truly it is, it is definitely a marketing journey that you've gone through, but also more than that. I mean, it's just this entire, you know, shift in, and pivot of how people can think or support or be a part of it. And I just love that you're doing this and that you're going to graduate soon. And I know after you graduate, you're going to have lots of opportunities. Do you know, Know what exactly you want to do or what area you'd like to focus on
2: I don't know exactly what I want to do but I think the scholarship has pushed me in a direction of I really like conflict as much as crazy that, as that sounds I love solving problems I love the change and the the stimulation of trying to figure out new ideas and, and innovative ideas and so um, I think it has pushed me in a new direction
0: ah, that's <laughs> awesome well of course I love that you're a marketing major because that's what I get to teach at Boise State and so learning all of the, the the tools and tips and tricks to the trade i mean you applied what you've learned and, and i'm seeing it you know because that's the thing is like academic versus actual application and look what you've done
2: definitely i I am so thankful for my degree, but this scholarship has been a marketing baptism by fire. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I, I remember the first three weeks, um, there was some pushback and some negative comments. And I wanted to respond and be like, no, you're wrong, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and I remember telling my parents, like, people are so mean online. Why would they say yeah. this? And I remember my parents saying, well, Allie, like, if you're going to respond to them, like, what's your mission statement? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not even like applying marketing principles here. (laughs) I need a mission statement. (laughs) Yeah. And so since then, I've always believed, okay, my mission statement is do things to help women feel like they belong. Is me commenting, saying you're wrong, blah, 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 say something mean. Does
0: that help that mission? No, it doesn't. So focus on the scholarship. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I love it. And that is true. The positivity that you're bringing forward and pushing those negative sentiments away and really bringing to light the issue at hand. And it is to help be supportive and inclusive. And yes, women do belong in STEM and marketing and medical and all of the things, right? Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. It's,
2: it's unbelievable. The amount of things he said women should stay out of, um, including trade school too, in which like we know is so important. And, and there is a lack of women in trade school. And, and I think that is frustrating for women everywhere. And, and I think that this has been such a thing that people can connect to of all demographics, uh, Mm -hmm. political affiliation, anything, because women belong everywhere. And I feel like most women have felt in some circumstances that they don't. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to donate to the scholarship, to share it on their social media, to say, you know what, I'm going to support one girl, so maybe they don't have to go through
0: what I went through is just Mm -hmm. is the the best thing that can happen out of this. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that there's a, a shift in how things are being presented. I mean, going back to you know, where we used to say, hey, sex sells, and it doesn't anymore, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you are associated with that, that's not a good branding opportunity for people. Or if it's saying, you know, the, the controversies that used to be, now we're trying to consciously be aware of what we're saying and how we're saying it. And it's just interesting that, you know, it seems like it's just so archaic that to have that mindset of, of what this professor has, right?
2: Definitely. I, I think the biggest, I think what's so funny is when I first started the scholarship, a lot of people said, Ali, I think you're being a little aggressive with this. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I would send them the entire 15 minute video of him talking and suddenly they said,
0: okay, I'm on your side. That yeah. was
2: disgusting. Mm-hmm, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting that there are people out there who still have that archaic mindset, but we're here to help, you know, set the, the bar higher and get the awareness factor out there that yes, women do belong. And I really appreciate all of the efforts and everything that you're doing, even while you're trying to graduate, you're you're going to be out in May, right? And just getting all of these things done. Definitely. I I don't think I have a social life anymore. I left, <laughs> but that's okay. My
2: social life is be on this podcast mm-hmm. or, you know, all these interviews. So this has just been like the best experience, and it has also brought so many good people into my life. Of. Um very strong women and men too, who support this. I say like, I want to lift your platform up. That is, is you too. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for this too, because
0: Absolutely.
2: this is why it's getting bigger is because
0: people are elevating me, which is in the scholarship. Um, and this message too, which is so important. Yeah. And it's going to live on. That's what an endowment my fund does. I mean, every time you put money into it, it's going to grow and earn more money. And then everyone's going to get a scholarship for years to come.
2: Yeah. So right now, so, 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 Um, everything we raised before December 31st, it's what you raised in that year prior is what can be given out. So right now we'll give out one scholarship because I think we raised about $60,000 before December 31st. Um, And that was also a struggle. Like we had to write a scholarship in like three weeks because if we didn't, then we wouldn't be able to give it out until the next year. Ugh. And so we thought, okay, the biggest way we can say no to this professor is literally giving out money yeah. literally the semester after. And they'll receive it in the fall, but to identify a student right now in the spring and say, you said those words in the fall, we'll give money to a student in the spring. It okay. is just so important. Yeah.
0: Well, and I know a lot of people said, well, if, does he still have a job? Why is he still working there? And those types of things, but it's freedom of speech. He has the ability to have that opinion So there's like, you know, there's tenure, there's all those things that kind of come into play. And if anything, I just hope that maybe he'll listen to these podcasts and these messages and Mm -hmm. maybe have a difference of opinion at some point in his life.
2: Hopefully. Well, there's books and podcasts and videos out there. So I'm going to guess no. But you know what? You can only help <laughs> One person, he can say whatever he wants, but at the end of the day, I raised over $140,000. I think that speaks louder than his words. And he's had every chance to talk to me, to reach out to me. To He's been invited on the same interviews I've been to, and he has not taken advantage of his free speech. Yeah. So, That's And he still has that point now, so we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> well, if anything, maybe it's changed others. Who have that perspective or who had that perspective. Yes. I
2: think a very important piece I've learned to this is... Talking and sitting down with people because there's some people in my life that have said, again, like, I think you're being too aggressive on this. I think that you've misunderstood him. I've had to sit down and say, let's think about if this applied to you, Um, if this affected you, how would you feel? How would you feel if your daughter, um, your aunt was told this to not be in these areas of study? And at that point, then they get that impact of like what it feels like to be a woman and hear that. And so... I feel like a lot of times i just want to scream and yell and say what how can you not understand this but at the end of the day like i want to sit down i want to talk and explain the actual hurt and
0: how important it is to make sure women feel like they belong. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting right now at the Idaho uh, Historical Museum, Idaho State Historical Museum, there's a whole display about women's suffrage and women of, you know, major impact throughout Idaho history mm-hmm. and, and, and other places across the country. You know, it's it's really coming to light and showcasing the trailblazers, the, you know, the the change makers and all of those people. And I feel like at some point you belong in that at some point where you would be able to be one of those people who could be the change maker that needs to happen within our within our time frame within our you know <laughs> decade of what's going on so hopefully with all my other fellow donors next
2: to me because <laughs> At the end of the day, it's their money, <laughs> and they yeah. donated. Um, it is really interesting that you say that it is so important to have these historical documents of women doing these things, and and being able to you know bring it to light, and also the importance of uh, March being Women's History Month. Because I think, especially now, I've seen so many things in the news of saying, like, these inventions or these innovative ideas were actually from women yeah. instead of men. Yeah. And um, that is so interesting to, interesting to me that sometimes voices are silenced. And I hope, like, going forward again, like, our voices are not silenced and they are as loud as the
0: scholarship. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing all the things that you're going to do in the future. I know there's some things you can't quite talk about just yet, but uh, we'll definitely be following your journey and understanding all the things that are there. So one more time for our listeners, in case they missed it ahead of time, how can they donate? How can they contribute? Uh, What can they do to help build this awareness for us?
2: The best thing they can do, um, I can totally understand people can't give financially. I'm also a college student. I Totally get that. Um, Just share it on your social media. Talk about it with your friend. If you go to coffee or if you're with your coworkers at work, talk about the importance of this. And not even just a scholarship, but keep it fresh in people's minds that there are still people out there that think that. So it is so important to keep reminding people we belong and it doesn't get put on the back burner but if they do want to donate financially you can search um alior scholarship or even like boise state scholarship GoFundMe, and google or you can even contact boise state's advancement services office and they can help you too so super easy to donate
0: (laughs) jennifer neal is the director and she's the one who reached out to me originally and you know talked about bronco giving day and and all the things that we're we're going and i just i think that this is going to be uh definitely one for the record books
2: I hope so. I hope, I hope we keep growing. I hope we're not done yet. And, um, yeah, these podcasts and videos and interviews are so important to keep continuing my story
0: and other people's story forward. So thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Any last words of wisdom for our viewers? Anything that you want to share, uh, that you haven't already? Ooh! Any last
2: words of wisdom is don't take yourself too seriously. The amount of mistakes I've made through this entire campaign, um, I started a metal sub merch store and um, I set it up inc- incorrectly and it wasn't a nonprofit and now I'm being taxed for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Always double check when you do things. We fixed that problem now, yeah, but. Good. Um, you know what? Like if you make mistakes is say I, as do I,
0: it's all okay. right. Right. Okay. Well, let's talk about the merchandise a little bit real quick before we end. Oh, what, yeah. What, yeah. Tell me more. So
2: when I first made this, this scholarship, um, back in December, people were saying, I want to, I want a shirt that says like the scholarship name or something like that. I thought, Oh, I don't have time for it. It'll, you know, it'll pass, but you know, here we are three months later, mm-hmm. it didn't pass, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. <laughs> and so I made a merch shop called Meddlesome Merch. And we have t-shirts, crew necks, sweatshirts, hats, bags that say things on the lines of I stand with medicated, uh, meddlesome and quarrelsome women, or maybe just uh, medicated, meddlesome and And, um, the new merch we have is for Women's History Month and it's purple because that's the the color for the month. And it says, um, Women's History Month and, um, March is for meddlesome women. Awesome. (laughs) So if you want to check that out, it's on bonfire.com. Um, again, you can search it, um, Mm -hmm. on Google. Um, it's even on the GoFundMe, um, or even on my social media.
0: So. Okay. I have one last question for you. Are you going to be able to participate on who gets the first scholarship? That... So I believe the
2: last time I talked to the financial aid office is I can sit in the on the board that decides, but I don't get a vote. Okay. Um, so it is a big decision because this person has to realize you're taking on a very, very controversial scholarship. There's going to be media wants to talk to you. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, we want to make sure you are going into STEM medicine or law, which it covers a lot of different degrees. So I'm, I'm really excited to see who that student is going to be this time. And the really fun thing too, is we're going to amend the scholarship uh, later this year for one or more students. Okay. So... Um, because four percent of the sixty thousand back in December is maybe what twenty two thousand, mm-hmm. a little bit above that, <laughs> so. Now that we're closer to 150000 we want to split it up and and spread the wealth. So really hoping, really excited for 2023 when we have multiple students. And and again, it's endowed. So 4% will go to the students and the rest will be invested in the next year. It'll replenish itself and the scholarship will continue to be getting bigger as it's invested. Absolutely. So it'll stay there (sighs) forever and its message will stay there forever.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Allie, for joining me today and sharing your story and the journey of what you have accomplished. I am just so proud to know that there are students like you who did what you have done. So thank you.
2: Thank you. It's so fun to be on these platforms and also meet fun people like you who, who have a connection, especially to Boise State. And so I really appreciate it. Awesome.
0: All right, everyone. Until next time, we hope you get to enjoy your marketing journey. And don't forget to give us the reviews and go check out those links that Allie mentioned. We'll put them in the show notes. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Want to continue the journey? Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition Community is that place.